This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Could we make Chris the new Romano? What about the return of Crouch? <laughs> Dave, I heard a vicious rumour that you're not actually doing that well at fantasy football. What is very, very interesting is I've actually run the numbers, Crouchy. Have you factored in the amount of louts consumed since retirement? Diego is a wall. <laughs> is the number nine shirt still the most iconic number in football? Be me, you, Mike Dean. He's come in, he's took it, he's making a right pig's ear of it, isn't he? <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of That Peter Crouch Podcast with me, Peter Crouch, uh, Chris Stark and Statman Dave with me as usual. Everyone all right? Yeah, doing very well. Got the old, um, the old tapas. I'll yeah. put that on the floor, shall I? Next, well, to the, next to the piece of bacon that's been there for the last three weeks. You notice this bacon next to the light? Mm. It's been wrapped around the sort of like wire for three weeks now. I reckon that know. might even be radioactive, Crouchy. Yeah, uh, the thing is, you know that it's not going to biodegrade that. This is the pub that we record the podcast in every week. It never fails to amaze us sometimes, you know, the state of it. And we love it. And we'll come back oh, every week, mate, you listen, know, it's our part. We could but... record actually somewhere else now, but it's part and parcel of what we're about now. So we're only a couple of episodes in on this series and already you've had to apologise twice. What were my apologies about? I remember I, I did, obviously, I, I failed with a two-touch game with, in front of Paul Scholes. Woodgate as well, wasn't it? That was it? embarrassing. Mm. And, and, and Woody, I, I, I dragged up and he got in a, a, bit, a bit of trouble for that and it was all me. Yeah. So yeah, two apologies and I, I stand by them. I think it's potential for us to offer a new service for people whereby you can apologise on their behalf. Because well, people do shit, don't they? And and if you're listening to this and you've got something that you feel Crouchy could apologise for, maybe this is the series where we just get you to do these more often, um, then you can do it on their behalf. I think it will nice help, idea. if anything, you know, having Well, it's a nice Crouch. idea, yeah. Yeah, it might carry, might carry some weight. I mean, I don't know if they've done something to their boss or something, for instance, or they've made a real mistake or they've slept in, they've got, they're hungover and not gone to work. Um, I could apologise to their, to their boss for them. Their boss, um, other half. Could be that as well, you know, know. could have just been, you know, and you're the master of that actually, by the way, aren't you? Because you have, you know, you enjoy the odd late night out or, mm. or whatever and, and you come home, it always works out, doesn't it? You, you're the master of I, it. I, I apologise and, you know, there's bits, bits and pieces, you know, you might go, you have to sleep in the doghouse for a little bit, but it's, you, you get through it. If, if that sounds useful to you and Crouchy can apologise to someone or something or, or, or a group of people on your behalf, uh, let us know. You can get in touch, just head to the website. Is up through that. If you've not on the mind, I'd like to apologise or get Crouchy to apologise to the football community about expected goals. I think it's really angered some people and I feel bad for it. As the statistician in this crew, it's, it's our responsibility and people just get annoyed about it and maybe we should take it out of football again and keep it for the nerds. See, I've gone the other way on it, Dave. 
I'm I'm starting to sort of see the benefit of it a tiny bit. I'm not anti XG anymore. Wow. Is that is that because of the punditry? Is that because you're forced to embrace technology and the the board and things like that? You you look like a dinosaur. No, if you don't. I do think like like I think the Prius sisters a bit of a of a weird one. That yeah. I'm not involved. I'm not happy about that. But the XG, I can sort I can sort of get involved with. Like if you've got a donkey up front missing sitters every week, <laughs> and and you're putting them on a plate for him. I think it's the creation of chances is, is more the sort of route we should go down. Like, if you're creating that many chances... I saw a stat recently, Dave. You'd be proud of me. Um, Payet. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Like, some of the stats, like, chances created top of the pile mm. in the top five European leagues in the last, like, five years. Yeah, he was absolutely insane at West Ham. Insane at Marseille again. Just one of those players that just creates things. Just consistent for his entire career. Over that, three, mm, you know, yeah. if you think about all the creative players, even ahead of De Bruyne, mm. chances created by about 60 chances created it was. Yeah. 860-odd it was, Dave. My work is done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you anymore, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I'm out, guys. Do you believe that? Yeah. I was really surprised by that. Dave, I heard a vicious rumour that you're not actually doing that well at fantasy football. Yeah, Chris, it's, it's been embarrassing. I can't really look at myself in the mirror at the moment. I don't like to go outside much in case I get heckled by somebody. We're, we're talking like top 2 million players. Last season, I was in the top 28,000 of players worldwide. This is embarrassing. This is pathetic. This feels like uh, an apology is needed. And I, uh, so. I, I don't know if you need me to step in here, Dave. I, but... I, think, I, think, I, I think I do, yeah. I don't, mm. think I, can, I don't think I can even get the words out of my mouth for this. Well, guys, it's Peter Crouch again. Uh, just on behalf of Statman Dave uh, and his performance this year. Um, we've drafted him in as our uh, stat guy. He says he knows lots about the game and in depth. And the way that the Premier League fantasy football is set out, it's all about stats. I think the only sort of thing it is, is stats really. So Dave should be in the front runners of the, um, of the country. At the moment, he's lagging really, really badly. He's let us down. He's let uh, himself down. He's let his family down and um, he's embarrassed. But he promises me he'll be back stronger. Good. And and just on that as well, if you continue to have such poor form in mm. fantasy football, because it is really like... You're it's the, not good. You are a public face of fantasy football. <laughs> like You must be sweating a bit. Um, I don't know what we do because you can fire a manager, can't you? But mm. when you're a one-man team you can't really fire do you know what I mean he'd have to fire himself so I just think and suggestions on this as well people if I think I think we should set it now if you finish outside of a certain number of people which I think we should agree very quickly now I think there needs to be a forfeit unlike any other forfeit that's happened on fantasy football I agree I think it's the only way Chris I need to learn I've obviously not learned properly Mm. I think if you don't finish in the top What's reasonable here, Dave? Be honest. In the top 100,000? Uh, that was the number that came into my head. I think that's fair. Okay. If you don't finish in the top 100,000 at the end of this seat, which I think is actually quite generous of us, Crouchy. Oh, it's, uh, it's quite tough, isn't it? A lot of people, when was that 12 million or play? But his, his literal everything he does yeah, is his stats. entire job. Yeah, it's it's his, his entire, his entire thing. Like, his whole existence. His name's Statman Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what we should do? You know what we should do now, right? If he loses, he's just going to have to be called Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just take it yeah. away. It's gone. What, Dave? <laughs> How's it going, Dave? Everything changes. Like, the website, everything. No, no, it's no, Dave.com. All has to go. Dave. <laughs> 
yeah. And and I think a forfeit, unlike like that's that's genius. But something there will be something monumental. I'm ready that to accept it, Chris. I'm yeah. not. I'm not afraid of this. Yeah. I, need, I need the challenge. I feel like I got too cocky. You know, when you like win the Premier League title next season, you're like, oh, it's going to be easy. Want, you know, like TV moments that have happened throughout time and they go, they do those talking head things like, yeah, I can't believe that they wanked off a pig. <laughs> like, it will pale into insignificance. <laughs> Richard Blackwood having a clonic will be nothing compared to what you will do if you finish outside the top 100,000. <laughs> Lads, I think I'm going to have to go. Agreed, I need to go do some research. I very, very much agreed. Do you reckon we could get Dave on celebrity... Um, in the jungle. Of course we can. <laughs> Surely. Do you think we can? Imagine when the camera, like, you know, as it flicks through all the contestants at the start, and it's like Tony Adams swings around, and there's up pops Statman Dave. And it says Statman Dave. <laughs> do you, is that a thing? I reckon we could do that. I think we, can get, we need to get him on one of them. We need I to get really don't one. like snakes. So, really? I really right, don't so like snakes. We, we, I reckon we make the f- application, right? Statman, if he if he finishes in the bottom, he has to go on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. We'll at least make the application. Yeah. We'll fill in the form. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. All so I don't know, ITV, well. if you could get in touch with us, um, Statman Dave would like to come on. Quick sidebar, just for I remember, I've been approached about going on Celebrity Mastermind again. You know, it happens occasionally, and uh, I did it before. But anyway, I replied and was like, I'll do it if you let me have my specialist topic be podcasts about. Ex footballers, <laughs> and I'm waiting for the reply. But I saw Quite a TB- niche, I saw it? a TBC celebrity mastermind go in the diary, which makes me think they might have nibbled. Really? Um, but we'll see. I'll keep you updated. Looking forward to that. Crouchy, before we move on to the the juice of this podcast, the middle part, the meat. Your rangefinder vape contraption is getting a lot of love mm. on the YouTube comments. Yeah, oh, good. It should do. Um, it's a fantastic idea. Everyone who plays golf knows that you need a rangefinder and people vape on the course. It's, just, it's simple. You see those big contraptions that people vape? It's like, all you got to do is put a little rangefinder in there and you, your job done. It's a massive idea. Could we start getting the, the listeners to contribute to this, to send some designs in and then we can go to the Dragons? Sounds good to me. I thought Peter Jones, has he not? Heard uh, he this didn't yet? bite, uh, no. Chris. Um, I think he knows how good the idea was. Um, you know, he said it himself. Uh, but then he got, he, he walked off very quickly without discussing it at the end. Mm. Okay. Which made me think otherwise. There's clearly a demand for it, judging by the YouTube comments. That's good. I don't really keep an eye on the YouTube comments, do you, Dave? Are you, uh... Yeah, I mean, in there all the time. Um, yeah. If you just want to check it out, go and check out the Peter Crouch podcast on YouTube. You're able to watch all the episodes there. Plus, and brand new clips channel. Amazing. And you, you're across the comments. You read them all. So make, I read them all, yeah. So please make them nice. I'll bring them to the podcast and Great. let you guys know. This episode, I think it's going to be a good one. It's, uh, it's all about that iconic number nine shirt. Well, I've got, I've got a few, few things to raise about this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to get into that. But Dave, you've been doing some homework. We had some homework from last week. It was tough. I didn't sleep for two days. Like I was finding out managers, captains, managers, captains. It's all been a, a blur, to be honest. But I've worked out how many captains have become managers in the Premier League. Oh, right. And this caused you some stress, did it? It was that, that challenging. For, for some reason, there is nowhere that says, who's captain sides? Yeah. Like, you go on Wikipedia, and you, that's the usual source of information, right? Have you captained Arsenal? Yes or no? It doesn't have it in there. 
Then you find out that he's captain Manchester United at some point. So what's the upshot? I'm not, I'm not asked about how you did it, Dave. Just get to... <laughs> So I just want to answer so the, the headline stats 50% of the managers in the Premier League were captains. 50%. Yeah, that makes loads of sense. Yeah. Loads of sense. Goalkeepers. What Goalkeepers. About, this is the name. This is what we need to know. There's none. 1%. In Premier League history, 2.7% of managers were goalkeepers. Unbelievable. Only seven out of 259 managers. Right. That's incredible. The, the, because obviously we attacked them last time, I did a bit of digging, and there is one manager that was a goalkeeper that won the Champions League with Marseille. Uh, Guthals, Raymond Guthals, a Belgium goalkeeper. But wow. apart from that, not a lot of success. Wow. So so there is something weighted against Definitely. goalkeepers do you in think, terms of managing careers. Yeah, do you think it's a stigma against goalkeepers? Or do you think goalkeepers are shite managers? It's <laughs> um, a great question. <laughs> I think... I think it is a stigma. I don't think... I think it's just much harder to become a manager if you've been a goalkeeper. It's like you're not taken seriously. Why on, is that? On that though? Next Why level. is that? Chris? Do you think there's a lack of respect? Like it's not as if, almost as if it's not seen as a, a real position. I think from our own market research, Chris, from people that we spoke to in and around the podcast, I think there is a lack of respect. I think keepers are maybe not given the respect they deserve on the football pitch, and maybe that's translated to not doing the badges, coming back stronger, and being managers. Also, they do play longer than players, don't they? So is that, would that yeah. be a factor? Yeah, could like be. Like at 40, they might be tired of the test and the... By the time they finish playing, to then go do the badges means you're starting and managing a bit late, right? Yeah, but then you'd have more experience. I don't know. Not, 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 not as much experience as management, but you've been in the game for so long. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Well, can, you, can you find out for next week, Dave, please, what all goalkeepers go on to do with their lives in general? I want a breakdown of <laughs> job by job. Like, if they're not Percentage getting into managing, what do they tend to get into? Goalkeeping, co- goalkeeping coach, yeah, obviously. They, yeah, they're all goalkeeping No player. Coach. I wonder if there's ever a bit of player who's gone on to be a Fantastic. goalkeeper coach. <laughs> This is like a new challenge every week, That is isn't groundbreaking. It? Yeah. Imagine being a player your whole life and then going, I just really want to be a goalkeeping coach. Do you want to be a manager? No. A goalkeeping coach. <laughs> but why not? Because you, why, why should why you not? have to be a goalkeeper? Don't, to be a goal- don't pigeonhole yourself in certain roles. You can do anything you want. You can be anyone That's you brilliant. want to be. If you've been a player, I also think it's a niche market. Like You're basically, most of the time, kicking the ball. At a goal, right? So if you're a centre forward, like literally, like like, if you're a centre forward, you're actually probably better than a goalkeeper at testing the goalkeeper. And and you know what? Any sort of people retiring at this, you know, just have a think on, and just think, you know, don't pigeonhole yourself in 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 certain things. Be a goalkeeping coach. Be great if they're a massive name as well. Is the money not as good for goalkeeper coach then? Because wouldn't it be great to see a huge name? That's retired. Well, I mean, I, I'm just trying to think who might be like Milner retiring yeah. recently. Like, if he just goes into the goalkeeping coaching I see, role, I think that's quite a Milner thing to do, actually. <laughs> Potentially, it would yeah. be insane. Do you think you can find that out? I think we'll be able to find something. But if there's any listeners out there that know of any players that have turned into goalkeeping coaches, please help me out. Just, mm. just send me a tweet or something mm. with the information. That'd be great. Yeah, it's important. Right, lads, let's talk strikers. Crouchy, is the number nine shirt still the most iconic number in football? Oh, 
don't know. It's this is frustrating. This one for me. I, it, it went out a bit, didn't it? It feels like it's coming back a touch. Like it goes in and out of fashion. I mean, this false nine stuff, like the last sort of ten years, that you know, Spain and Barcelona sort of were trying to kill the number nine, weren't they, for a while? Uh, and to good effect. To be, let's be quite honest, they were they were fantastic. And then City have done it. You know, lots of teams have sort of played with this kind of false nine and. Um, I don't know whether I'm being nostalgic, um, but I just remember growing up and I look at the England squad now, right? And you've got Harry Kane, right? What else have you got really behind that? Well, I'm just thinking when, when I, when I went to watch the old Wembley and there was players there, you were like, they couldn't even get anywhere near the team. And I'm talking like we had obviously Shearer, Sheringham, but you had Fowler, Dion Dublin, you had, um, Andy Cole, Ferdinand, Andy Cole, mm. uh, Michael Owen, um, just, hundreds and like of centre forwards like so many I just think now like play like kids don't want to want to be that anymore do they they want to be a Mo Salah they want to be a Mane they want to be Grealish they, you know like they want to play on the on the wings and they want to cut in and and shoot and that sort of old school number nine if you like just a goal scorer or um you know, a, a sort of tapping merchant, a hogger, a, you know, a big striker, someone good in the air. Um, I don't know. It's like, you could say maybe coming back. Like obviously, Haaland seems to be a bit of a throwback to that. Um, yeah, Nunes is a few number nines. Diego Costa's back in the, in the Premier League. So yeah, maybe potentially coming back. That's round. great, by the way. Let's quickly touch on that. Diego Costa back in the Premier League when it was first sort of floating around on Twitter when Fabrizio had done his, you know, before it got to here we go, and it was like the work permit wasn't happening or something. I don't know the ins and outs, but I just wondered if he was too shit house or something that's been rejected <laughs> on those grounds. I don't know what happened, but then it got sorted, and uh, and he's here. Apparently the announcement video is good. Yeah, I've not seen that. So we have none we, of us have seen this. Get it, let's get it, let's have a look at it. Do you reckon he actually held these walls? <laughs> <laughs> Diego is a wolf. <laughs> Diego is a wolf. <laughs> they've got, they've oh, got wow. to show a behind the scenes of that, haven't they? Someone's got that somewhere. Well, like, well, he can't be. He's not actually holding wolves, is he? Well, what do you think he's doing? What holding it? Well, just they've superimposed and... it, haven't they? <laughs> I don't know, mate. Like... Be holding wolves, surely. <laughs> just signed him. Actually, got mortared there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could be in charge of a signing video. Do you know? It'd be great if if the, someone let the podcast be because they've done it with all sorts. Football Manager. You see, you see mm. them. It's all been done. I'd love us to announce a player on here from here with the. Dodgy bit of bacon down in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what we'd do. Maybe um, come up with something. We'll come up with something, yeah. It'd be great, great to get involved. Diego Costa. Um, <laughs> Diego Costa well, I mean, back I mean, in the he's Premier League. He's a proper number nine, isn't he? Like, and a right. shithouse of the top, top-class shithouse. I mean, what is he going to be getting up to um, this year? Red cards, goals, you have getting to people sent off. Is he still a shithouse? Oh, he's never going to lose that, is he? You remember the time he rolled back onto the pitch after being injured to, to stop the play? <laughs> right, good, it's absolutely beautiful. That was good. It's poetry in motion. I think, I think we miss a Diego Costa. We miss a villain in the Premier League, I think. A real mm. true villain. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think he'll score goals for Wolves. Mm. Yeah. What, what about numbers-wise? It all looks good. Or is it just like we've just got a, a great character here? I'd say max 10. Okay. Max 10. 
Okay, but hopefully lots of fun along the way. Lots That's, of fun. Yeah, great. I've got a quick one. Like, what, Fabrizio Romano, what, what, when did he become like the, <laughs> the guy? The gospel, Sky yeah. Sports News. When, when did he become bigger than he anyone? He in. How did he just sneak in? He sneaked in and got like loads of like tap-ins and now... But everyone tells him. Now everyone speaks to him. But he people speak to him right before time. anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he, he put like, you know... Did Jim White miss a trick? So Fabrizio hit a really good ride where he got loads of stuff right, loads of stuff quite early. Mm. And now people just, like, agents speak to him. So if you want to shift the player, you, you bring Fabrizio and say, oh, we've got this lad, what have to move? And he'll tweet about it. And you think about his reach, got 10, over 10 million followers. Everyone mm. in the world of football is engaged on that. So you're creating things out of it. But he, he basically went on a good run. Interesting. That could be anyone then. It could be me, you, Mike Dean. Could be Mike anyone. Dean ID, ITK would be great. Yeah. But listen, you know, we've got our ear to the ground now. We could, could we become, could I, could we make Chris the new Romano? Uh, I don't want it. I think <laughs> we, I don't want that. You don't want that. I think like, I think there's someone that we know that we should make though. Like, get someone who's not do it, like doing, get Barry from EastEnders. Mm. Get someone like that. Do you know him? I have spent time with him this week. What do you mean you spent time with him this week? Or Sean, as he likes to be known. Yeah, I was filming something, right? And um, I didn't know it was with Barry, but um, it was. Nice guy. Okay. <laughs> like, it never, never ceases to amaze me, the circles you move in. Was it golf or not? No, it was, it was, a, it was like a series of like, little ads. And um, he was involved. You know, he's, he's, he's actually really good. He's a good actor, isn't he? Uh, totally. You know, fantastic, actually. But we should make him the Fabrizio. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine it was like Barry, done deal. I think he's too busy now at the moment. I think he's too yeah. busy. He's got his Barry Oki, he's flying. Of course. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's what I mean. Barry, it'd be great done if, deal. Yeah, if it's like someone totally different, but is getting these mad calls before everyone else. Do you like, know I did call him, obviously, like, I was trying to be respectful the whole time, and I was calling him Sean... And um, at, right at the end, I said, like, um, see you later, Parry. So I must get that all the time. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This number nine thing... My experience growing up was you wanted number nine on the back of your shirt. It was like the number. Yeah. But I don't know if kids, or it's maybe it changes in generations or different age groups, but then I feel for a long period of time, like number 10 is kind of the most, probably the most popular number. And then you start entering the world of sort of Trent or, or like, you know, these kind of numbers that obviously mm. mean for one player, but I mean positional numbers. Yeah, but it's gone, hasn't it? You know, like the seven at the right winger and the 11 mm. at left wing and nine and 10 up front. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all changed, isn't it? All the numbers have gone, really. And I don't know, I'm a little bit nostalgic with it, but a number nine couldn't be the person in the hole. You know what I mean? Or, or like floating about behind. It was always the, the, the focal point and the 10 would, would float. Crouch, who's the most iconic number nine for you? 
Um, <clears throat> the one that springs to mind is Shearer. Um, just because that's... Les Ferdinand maybe as well. But that is, that's the one that uh, sticks out in my mind, just being English really. Obviously like R9, Brazilian Ronaldo, but he played it sort of a different way, didn't he? Mm. He was a different kind of, of, of forward. Um, but certainly Premier League era, I think the ones that to me are uh, Usher and Ferdinand, I think. So just looking into the numbers of the Brazilian Ronaldo, what's really strange about him is he hits similarities with Messi. So when you're looking at goals after dribbles, he's reasonably close to, to Messi in terms of, you know, beating three players then scoring, mm. beating a player then scoring. Is that what stuck, stuck out with you in a sense of, of his game? Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, uh, I'll go out on a limb here. I, he's my, he's my favourite player of all time. Ronaldo beats everyone for me. Uh, just everything about the way he played the game was just genius, I think. Like, I'm talking sort of like early, like Barcelona days, PSV, um, Brazil. Uh, and he, but even when he was sort of Real Madrid and he was just banging in goals and he, he did, he, he did less of what he was good at, but he still bagged like 30, you know, he, he was mm. a genius. If we're talking about number nines as, you know, this iconic, like your, arguably your best striker wears the number nine shirt. I mean, that was kind of almost the value in shirts. Like you've talked before about how players might do deals with each other around getting certain numbers or you move to a club and you want a certain number. People wanted that number nine shirt, right? Well, yeah, even to the point where, you know, obviously it's well documented. We we, we had Shearer on the podcast, didn't mm-hmm. we? We asked him about um, sort of asking Les Ferdinand for the number nine. Yeah. Like that takes balls, that. You know, to go in there and go like the leading goal scorer, like, Give me a shirt. Like, it's just pressure that if I was that player, I'd be like, uh, you know, he's flying. Imagine just being so sure of yourself that you're just going to take that shirt off him and bang more. <laughs> like, that is, you know, that's it, massive. Like, it's huge, <laughs> isn't it? Like, seriously. Like, and it, already the fans love him. And I know the fans love Shearer as well because he's a local lad. And, but like having that self-belief is is that's what you want in a number nine. Mm-hmm. Crouch, you say you were at Barcelona, right? You'd sign for Barcelona. Ronaldo joins from PSV Eindhoven, and you've got the number nine. And he says, "Peter, I want that." What are you saying? <sighs> well, how many goals have I scored? <laughs> <laughs> Let's say you got twelve the season before. Twelve. He's yeah, one of my best seasons, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His hope is. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably hold on to it for a year. <laughs> and then he goes and wins the Ballon d'Or, the youngest no, ever at and then, and then obviously, I think I'd see him in training and go like, mate, you can have this number, man. If you wear a number nine, do you have to step up to be a slightly different striker? Like, is there something of a pressure that comes with that number? Maybe it's a slightly old school question because of how you talk about the respect for that number. But do you think you get given that number? Does it change your mentality of a new player in the team? Like for Haaland... Do you think that's even on his mind? The fact that I think he's he, I think he just gets it. Like if you're like he, he's probably earned that already, hasn't he? At that young age, and the thing is, he's gonna just he's gonna make it iconic again, uh, which is which is special. Um, I saw a thing, obviously, they, with 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 Chelsea recently, um, and the curse of the number nine. Like not, them, not all the number nines that they've had since Drogba. Uh, I think, you know, I mean, like St. Torres won things and then he's, he, he did well in the Champions League, but you wouldn't class him as a, as a legend at Chelsea, mm. would you? I, mean, I think there's been so many that, that I don't know, it's, it's sort of weighed heavy, isn't it? 
Um, and I think it can. I think it can weigh. I think that can weigh heavy. Definitely. What was Costa at Chelsea? Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> No, mm. not, not quite there. Just shit house number, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible striker's number, not 99, not 40. Yeah, no, it's a shit house number. 13. He wants the nine, but he's just gone with. It's just, uh, yeah. Do you think that's what it was? Yeah, yeah. Do you actually think that's what it was? He's gone 19, so it's like he's not getting the nine. He's so got the nine, so he's just gone like for the that's next. That's amazing. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think of Remember, that. Remember, was it Ivan Zamorano? Remember, he had the 18, wasn't it? Yeah. With the plus in the middle. <laughs> 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 that was quality, that. that was good. Do you know when I sign my name, like, um, obviously not my bank transactions because I keep that very separate. You know, I'm like with You're fraud. very careful like, about fraud. Yeah, I'm like with you fraud. You have to so, be. So my, um, my signature's got a number nine in it, but quite quite often I wasn't a number nine. I think I was 28 at, Q- at QPR. Oh, and then I got the number nine at Portsmouth yeah. and I bagged loads there. Uh, then I moved to Villa, I was 16. Uh, I moved to Southampton, I was 14. Moved to Liverpool was 15. I was 25 on loan at Norwich. Um, but that, the, the fact that I can remember them all mm. shows you how important sort of numbers were to me, even though I changed it around quite a bit. Uh, I went to Tottenham and stayed at 15. So 15 was quite an iconic number for me. Um, but you kept that because <clears throat> you're riding a wave with that, right? Or you felt Yeah, like... I just got given it. Yeah. And then I was did well in it. Yeah. So I just kept it. Yeah. But I think that's how a lot of numbers... Mm. I think that's how they how they happen. You know, people just get given a number and then like they don't they don't want to change that uh, because they've done well in it. Like Jamie Carragher, for instance, was like mm. it was twenty three, uh, and then he, you know he just sort of stuck with that. Do you think numbers should be capped past a certain point just to start every player thinking they can do a hundred and three eighty eight? Like, well, like it was Trent sixty six, sixty six, mm. yeah. He's taking a piss of it. Yeah, it? but he's guaranteeing a number that will be a brand, right? Well, he's, I suppose he's got that. No one else would. If someone else puts that on, go, oh, you're copying Trent. Yeah, his, I don't, see, I don't number. know the story behind the number, but I just mean it's it's never going to be challenged wherever he goes. I mean, obviously, he's an unreal player, but it's, it's you know, he's always going to be able to choose that number wherever he goes, right? That's a good point, actually. Yeah, if he moved on, yeah. he, would, he would get that number. You'd have to assume, unless like Costa's in there, and he. Wouldn't that be great? He's like he's friends with Fabrizio Romano, and he's heard that Trent's coming, and he goes, "I want a requested number 66. Wolves don't challenge it; they just go whatever you want. Did you know? There's been like cases of people paying money for shirts and stuff like that. I can believe that. Yeah, like if you're so like a lot of the African players as well, that really. Like on uh, superstitions and things like that, they uh, they just they struggle big time if they don't get the right number or they, they they rely a lot a lot of that kind of thing. Sometimes you've had such an iconic player in that position that fans rally round and talk about retiring shirt numbers, and that's a load of bollocks now. Well, I do think. you think? I do. But I also you're think Paolo if you do it with Maldini, one, do you know what I mean? It's, but if you do it with one, it's fucked because then every big player that leaves. Are going to insist. Yeah, but that, I, you have to be. I think you have to have only played for one club. And do you need to finish your footballing career? Do you think? Like, I do, do believe that. Rather yeah. than go to another uh, club. Yeah, but... it does make sense. Like, I know, like John Terry. To be fair, Chelsea that probably warrants it. I think there's other reasons for it as well. Obviously, if you know there's some form of tragedy or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that makes I, sense. We're taking that aside. I mean, more the notion someone could get in their contract. 
you know, I want you to retire this number at the end, you know, like, or if, if like... A call, it? It's a massive wonder call. wonder if Mbappé's got that one. I think he come back with Probably. you. Probably. Well, you, 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 you score us 999 goals and you can do what you want. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think there was a bit of a spell of it. I'm saying like a season or two ago, there was a couple of shirt retirements. I'm sorry mm. I'm not armed with facts on this one. Um... But I do, I, I, I don't know. I'm a bit like you, Crouchy. I think it's exceptional circumstances. But the problem is, big players, big egos, they will always view themselves as exceptional circumstances. And I, I, Well, obviously that, like, Koulibaly's come in and gone, can I take the 26? <laughs> J, you know, JT's mm-hmm. retired and, you know, he's come in, he's took it and he's making a right pig's ear of it, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that from Crouchy very often, do you? <laughs> Pig's ear is a great word, isn't it? Yeah. Just feel like, like when you say that, it's like you made a right. It's right. It's something my mum would say, or my dad would take the piss out of me. And right, Pig's ear of that, and you go, <laughs> you know, you've ballsed out. Crouchy, you should try and get it into punditry just a bit more. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if we can get this on the TV a bit. Oh, yeah, oh God, fucking <laughs> hell. Crouchy, if you were to partner up with uh, a number nine in the Premier League at the moment. From the top six sides, we're talking Haaland at City, Firmino at Liverpool, Aubameyang at Chelsea, Martial at United, Richarlison at Spurs, or Jesus at Arsenal. Who would you partner up with? Yeah, you see, you're looking for... like They're not traditional number nines, there are they, other than Haaland maybe. Um, but if I was partnering one, it would be... I've got out of two, I think, Firmino or Jesus... Uh, just for me personally, I just think unselfish uh, players that I could play with. I think feed off players that are uh, would sacrifice themselves. Um, so you're talking entirely selfishly. Yes, yes, exactly right, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> so, I didn't get to play at that level for no reason. <laughs> I think you have to be you have to be selfish, like as certainly as a number nine. There, I, like I'd, I'd entirely be selfish in that scenario uh, playing with Haaland would be would be great but I don't think we'd compliment each other uh, I think we'd get in each other's way um, and he'd probably score more than me so uh, <laughs> I think playing in that Liverpool team and having Firmino would be a dream um, but having said that playing in City's team but I just don't think I would work well with Haaland uh, but Jesus is another one I, I think unselfishly as a player um I love that though. No, this is a, this is an interesting discussion. So right now, you insert prime crouch into Liverpool or City or what was the other option we could have on there? Arsenal, Arsenal, Spurs, United. Okay. The Who difficulty would, is, what would is you like, like to do? <clears throat> I'd love to play in City's team. I would, but then I look at I look at Liverpool's team and and, and like the fullbacks crossing it. And like sometimes when I see Trent's crosses, I'm like, oh, I just would absolutely love to to, to be on the end of them. I'm sure, we could. <laughs> I'm sure we could make that happen. Do you reckon? Yeah, like I think you should have your opportunity. Why well, could play to up see. for Liverpool one more time? No, but I think we should get <laughs> Trent putting balls into you, and it's sort of that mix of new school, old school kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be fun to. See. Well, I just look at him now, like his, his, his deliveries and things like that. Like hasn't really had anyone like to to bury loads of them mm. but he's still you know the top assists all the time and Robertson to, to be fair um, both of them just just swing in so many so much so many deliveries and just look at it and think oh my god you've only got a B in the box and there's this you know there's people complicate football so much that actually you know it is it is a simple game like there are if you like and, and 
I'm talking about it's not a simple game if you're a manager. Like, obviously, you know, the reason Guardiola, Klopp, these people get paid the amount of money they do and because they are, they're coming up with concepts and ways of playing that are, are new to us all, which is incredible and it's amazing to see. But as a forward, as a one, as, as, for me personally, I sometimes see strikers like I, I, I would base, I would be in the box a hundred percent of the time for every single cross. And if I wasn't in for one of them or, um, you know, even, even, free kicks when free kicks were taken I'm not a free kick taker I know full well that I'm just getting on the rebound and I get five goals a year out of just freaking <laughs> running in and like nicking a rebound you know that's what for me it was that's what it was that's what it was about it was like being in a box being between the, just the sticks and this sounds so old school to say that but there is a place for that there's a place for being in the area where the fucking ball lands <laughs> Crouchy, it's, uh, what it's about pretty simple. overcomplicating it? You know, we've got normal nines and now we've got false nines. What's your take on the false nine? No, no, I think there's a place for it. Though. I'm not a lot. I'm not old school. Like I do, I do, I agree with a lot of the stuff that goes on. I think the false nines definitely. You know, listen, Spain, Barcelona, Man City have proved the fact that you don't have to play with a nine. Do you feel towards the end of your career? Because we're talking about starting 11 here as well. You know team setups, it can all change and using substitutes and then setting up the team in a different way. If you're playing in that Liverpool team, you know, and they don't have that, I don't want to say target, but you know, they're putting the balls in that way. Then you come on, then suddenly the game plan can change and maybe suit a different game. But Yeah, but every everyone... Um has that sort of last 10 minute panic, right? And it doesn't matter how you play True. or what you do. At the end of the day, you've got to get ball in the box and hope something falls because you're desperate. And unfortunately, that was, <laughs> that was my role in football was the desperation, throw him on and he'll cause carnage. And uh, quite often I did. I think that's massive misprofile in the back end of your career. That's not, that wouldn't be how I, you should be used. It's balls mm. into feet. It's getting runners off mm. you. It's playing to you and then playing off that. Yeah, it shouldn't but, be like a last minute thing. Yeah, exactly right. But that, like, towards the end of my career, like, that's what I became, which is why I called it a day. I was 38, but I was still fit and I was still healthy and I didn't have any injuries and I could have gone on. I knew I could have gone on, but I was being used in that way um, to, to just cause trouble at the end of games. And I felt like I was better than that and I, I didn't want to sort of like go out like that if you know what I mean I went out in the Premier League and I went out sort of on my terms but I could see it sort of come in that way and understandably so but I just I just felt like I was better than that well the question is then do you think that you might um, now that we're seeing Haaland signing and you know the number nine coming back what about the return of Crouch <laughs> I, I, I'm game. I'm game. But I think a Premier League club should take a risk on me. Like, I'm not, I can't be asked starting low down. Can't be asked with that again. I love it. I should it. go straight in last 10. Is it completely out of the question? No, in your I mind? don't see why not. I don't think I'd be too, too out of shape. Like, I'm not putting on any weight. I've not, like, I, I, I'd still train. Like, I feel like I could, I think I could come on and at last 10 and cause carnage in any game. Fucking hell. Imagine the imagine the announcement video. We would we would imagine, have to be involved. Imagine, <laughs> like we've got Fabrizio in the pocket. He announced the return of this podcast when it came back. You know, after a, pretty much a year's hiatus. Um, 
<laughs> here we go. You no, know, yeah, he did, he did. Imagine. Um, Guys, I've, I've done some digging here already. I knew this question was coming. So <laughs> yeah, did you know we, this was coming? Got, what do you mean we, you knew? I didn't know this know? question was so coming. I just asked it. Change in expected metrics when a player moves from one league to another league. So Crouchy from England. If Crouchy moves to Germany, the Bundesliga, we'll see an uplift of 28% in terms of expected right. assists and expected goals. <laughs> Have you factored in the amount of louts consumed since retirement? <laughs> this is actually all based on the lout. But this kind of moves on to a question from, from Gareth. Now buying her without Lewandowski got me thinking, if Crouchy was given a full pre-season to get fit, how many goals do you think he'll score in one season for Bayern Munich? Players in the current Bayern squad, Thomas Muller, Leroy Sane, Sadio Mane, Kingsley Coman, Joshua Kimmich, Serge Gnabry. So I'm saying we take you to the Bundesliga. Right, so this is not performance related. You're just going bang on goals. So like, you know, I could be breathing out my ass giving the ball away every now and then, but I'd still bag 15 goals in that team. 100%. 15? 15. What is very, very interesting is I've actually run the numbers, Crouchy. <laughs> How does he run the numbers? Uh, uh, the guy's like <laughs> weeks ahead of us, isn't he? <laughs> How did he know we're going to have this? <laughs> well, we did it. Uh... I was going to say this was not pre-planned. It was, I was not making well, it, a comeback before. It was for before. Dave, like <laughs> some sort of clairvoyant. So, looking at the numbers, right, Bayern Munich scored 97 goals in the Bundesliga last season. As a I'd team. get 15 of those, 100%. You get 15 of those, right? So, they created the third most expected goals in Europe, which means they create a lot of high-quality chances. Robin Lewandowski, you'll be replacing. He's off in sunny Spain. He's chilling out on mm. in Barcelona on the Ramblers, just having a good time. His expected goals was one per game. If we take a look at your last three seasons at Stoke City when mm. you were fit, and then we look at your overperformance for Stoke City, it equates to 16 goals you'd score in the Bundesliga. Blimey. So that's, I wasn't far off bad. then, Dave. Yeah. I, like, did, I shouted 15 goals. Yeah, that'd be great. So, so bear, bear in mind, if Bayern need... a a backup striker who's guaranteed, you know, stat-wise from Dave, 16 goals, I can do it. Yeah. I'm available. Yeah. Okay, fine. So Bundesliga benefit from Crouchy's return. I'm just thinking the, 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 you know, the nine being back this season is potentially the season then for... If Crouch can do it, now's the time, right? Obviously, age getting on, but also it's number nine, right? Well, need, I do, so, so, <clears throat> so a Bundesliga aside, can we just concentrate on Premier League? What club should... Bournemouth, surely. They've got Kiefer Moore, who's more of a brute. I think, I think we've put Crouch in a team like a, a Brighton. Right. Well, I do have a game uh, against the Caddies at my golf club uh, coming up. So, like, members v Caddies... So, I'll let you know I'll get on. Maybe we'll probably know a lot more after that. Thinking about it, big number nine up front, Mitrovic, Fulham. Maybe we Crouchy goes there. I like that suggestion. <laughs> yeah, Thinking. so what? Just like a replacement for Mitrovic? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. he gets injured, whatever, I'll come in for a couple of games. That's what I mean. It's just, I think Crouchy back in the Premier League would be great. Um, it fits... For you personally, it's not too far to travel. Mm. We'd square that off, family, everything. It's all good. It, it depends if you're viewing this as a bit of a joke or if you're viewing this as... Because I, like, I get the impression you it, you could do a job, right? I mean, it remains to be seen. I, I, don't, I don't know. I think I'd have to get into training, see how I felt, and, 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 then, and then go for it, yeah. I think one of the things yeah. from watching your goals, Crouch, end of last season, obviously we, we 
found out that you, all your Premier League goals were legit. It's now in history. Mm. A lot of those goals drift into the back post, attacking the ball on the fullback. Yeah. That is a classic Mitrovic goal. Fulham won't have to mm. change, change their style of play. That's a good point. It is. Well, let's, you know, you, let's put the feeders up. Get me, get me to Fulham. We had a massive announcement at the beginning of this series all about Crouchfest. And uh, that is happening. It's happening at Wembley Arena, which still feels crazy to say, boys, doesn't it? How do you tell your family about that? Oh, mum, I'm just doing a podcast and we're doing it at Wembley. Yeah. Mm. Well, welcome along, Dave. It's, uh, it's fucking <laughs> mad, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a hell of an escalation, which uh, is what this podcast has been every series that we've done it. Um, I'm so excited. The response to it's just been massive. It's been incredible. And then the tickets went out, and um, look, obviously there was a lot going on. Every I'm I'm blown away. Like <laughs> it's just we've never really done it before, and to see the response that it's had has well, been. Uh, we, we overreached, didn't we? Let's be quite honest. But like, there seems to be people that are up for it. Yeah, like, it's really going well. It's. It's nuts. So then it comes down to the issue of what are we actually going to put in the show? And um, it's great because we've had a couple of brainstorms about this, but it tends to be, you know, end of the podcast record. It's like, oh, we should maybe do this. We should maybe do this. And um, I've got to tell you that, so, you know, we've been discussing a few ideas. I don't want to give everything away, obviously, because it's meant to be a surprise. It's going to be, you know, if you're not able to get there, it's all good. Like, it's going to be an amazing podcast as well. We've got going to have some special stuff planned. But I need your help with something. So um, I've signed you up for something, Dave, I think, potentially. I think it's a good idea. I think you'll agree. So there was a manager who once said that... What was the phrase? Charlie, Charlie Allen could... Hit a midge's dick. Hit a midge's dick with his from, left foot. From 100 yards. From 100 yards. And I'd really like to test that out, mm. I thought. Wembley's big enough to give that a go. So I thought, like, could we potentially get Charlie along, mm. parched... Could we get him along and we dress Dave up as a fly and just have like, you know, one of them schlongs between his legs. Like, I'm not selling the whole thing on this. I just thought... No, no, I think it's a great idea. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's a lovely segment. Um, and it's basically, he slings balls at, at Dave. Can I wear dressed a, as a Dressed as a fly. And it's whether he can hit, hit the midges dick. His midges dick, yeah. yeah. But like, honestly, what, what he, he could... Uh, <laughs> what, was the other, what was the other shot I heard about him? He could peel an orange with his left foot. Well, maybe we get... We keep like, coming back to him. Like, it's just... It just keep keeps... back. Could you peel an orange if you left it? <laughs> <laughs> Wembley Arena is never going to have seen anything like it. No, um, definitely won't. Um, and we go one of two ways with this. Like, obviously, we're going to we're gonna sort some well, that's great thing. artists. And, um, good, that's another thing that we could say has never been done at Wembley. <laughs> but, a midge's dick from 100 yards. Like... You say get Charlie Adam parched at the back of the arena. Yeah. Pinging balls at Dave, he's dressed as a yeah. fly. And he's sort of with floating around, like with a proper floppy. You know, like one of the massive schlongs you can get. Just rubber one between... I wouldn't bank against him hitting it. Yeah, well, and that's the kind of thing I think we should be doing. Yeah. Well, anyone at Crouchfest that, you know, is there and to witness that, I think we can get people involved and, you know, you can win a prize if he does hit the midges stick. Totally. So I think more ideas like that is generally the route we'd like to go down. All ideas welcome. Dave, you're up for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why not? And um, obviously we're calling in favours and speaking to musicians and bands and stuff like that and... Um, I'm quite keen that we make a lot of it a bit of a surprise as well. 
if you put your faith in us with coming along, we'll try and repay it. Well, that's what the... happened last time. Like they, they put the faith in us and listen, we are going to make this special. Yeah, we are. Obviously, tickets are absolutely flying off the shelves, but we've kept some back. So we're going to have a giveaway to all the, the listeners uh, who deserve a treat or um, deserve to come to Crouchfest who can't potentially come. So if you want to get involved, let us know. Yeah, exactly. And we can um, we can sort the admin on all of that and work out how we're going to give it away. I've had so many people get into the DMs as well. There was these great lads. Uh, can I play you a tiny yeah, bit of a voice? This note? is good. You uh-huh, sent me this. I got, it, I, this. This, I feel like this could be our first giveaway, George. I don't know if these lads... I think these lads deserve it because they've gone in early. So this was a DM from a lad called Sam. Yo, Sparky, so me and my mate, we're trying to get tickets to Crouchfest 2. Well, we're both students, we have absolutely no point right now. Like, well, obviously, we'll try to get some nearer the time, but I just wonder if there's any chance you just saw like, me and my mate a ticket. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll do whatever you want on stage, mate. Literally, like, asses out, whatever, whatever it takes. We'll wear whatever, we'll wear like seahorse outfit if you want, mate. We just want to, if you just toss a ticket, I'd love it. Peace out. Yeah, nice. Arses <laughs> like, out. See, what was it? Sea slug. We'll do whatever you need. Like, we'll do arses out. We'll dress up as a seahorse. Like, <laughs> just... I think he's got to come as a seahorse. <laughs> but it's so random. I don't know why he suggested it, but maybe... if he dresses up as a seahorse, you can come. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we sort, sort the boys there a couple of tickets, but yeah, we need to see a seahorse in the crowd at some point. <laughs> but, but yeah, obviously, like, if you've got ideas for stuff for Crouch Fest as well, we'll work out a proper way that we can give some away. And um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. The whole thing is is just going to be it's just going to be wild to see how this ends up hopefully it will all end up okay and happening and everyone happy and we're doing Wembley Arena and if you can't make it obviously we're going to have a podcast which comes from it and that's going to be exceptional as well so all good right guys before we go though we've got to go through one of our favorite parts of the show that of course is the listener adverts do get them sent over to peter.crouch at acast.com so we can feature you on the show Shall we uh, hear what we've got today, Chris? Yes, very excited. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Neil Razor Ruddock here. And I have to say a big thank you to the boys at Forever Green Lawns. They uh, put my artificial grass in, and I absolutely love it in the backyard. And they have the best brushes to keep it clean. Big thank you, lads. Love you forever. Lots of love, Razor. Aye, aye! (laughs) (laughs) Well, where do you want to start? Has, has Razor just got a brand deal out on the podcast? <laughs> Ra- Razor's got a free lawn by the sounds of it. That's so clever, actually, isn't it? What he's done there. So he's he's managed to get a free lawn and obviously promised space on this podcast, <laughs> which is just really nothing to do with him. How has he managed to even get on? Like, how's he gone, right, at least get a, he might get a discount, whatever it is. But how's he, how's he gone, he's gone, yeah, I'll get you on that, no worries. And yeah. he actually has, and he's not contacted any of us. Yeah, I haven't had a message. Did you have a message? <laughs> that is amazing, isn't it? Fair play to him. Fair play. So he's, he's not really advertising something of his, he's advertising another company. <laughs> it's, oh, I love it. Great. Well, whatever. This is what we say is there's adverts in this podcast. We always want there to be a space for one of you guys to come on and and do an advert. Just got to say uh, thank you to Forever Green Lawns. Razor's happy and uh, you obviously to Podside. Good luck to you. 
This is the part of the pod where we get the latest on Chris's fitness journey. Peloton are helping us out with loads of different classes, expertise with their world-class instructors and their app, which is really helping Chris get moving. Everyone knows the more exercise you do, the tighter your muscles get. So, Crouchy, can you explain what the hell is going on in the pub right now? Uh, something I've never seen before. Uh, Chris is face down in um, a massage bed. Uh, and I know he's been working hard. And I know what it was like when I played football. Um, you know, lots of aches, lots of pains. And sports massage and physiotherapy was crucial to me getting through it. And I see Chris is in a bit of pain at the moment. And um, hopefully we can get him through it. That's a big part of it. We've got sports masseuse uh, Tewo into the pub. Um, who's looking to help Chris with his aches and pains? So I've, just, I've noticed that Chris is sporting the uh, Ben Sherman uh, undergarments. What do you what do you make of that? Luckily, I've got a towel to cover them up. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Please proceed. <laughs> Hold on. This is, so the idea of this it'll be a nice sort of relaxing one. Yeah, that's what we, no one's asked me yet. I'll have a nice Swedish one, please. <laughs> <laughs> a bit weird doing this in the pub as well, isn't it? That's a vibe. <laughs> it's all part and parcel of it, Chris. You never know which way this pod's going to turn. <laughs> Imagine someone walks in. Just like, where we do this is down by the toilets, right? One wrong turn, someone comes through this door, Crouchy's there, giggling away. I'm here, face down, massage. Crouchy, you want to talk us through this this start, this initial bit? We've got a Mm. bit of oil getting involved? Application of the oil um, (laughs) into the... Into the base of the spine. Um, it does look tight, Dave. It is tight. There's nothing better than being in the uh, in the medical room, you know, with the masseurs and the physios. Like it's the hub of the club, really. Like we used to go in there in the morning. Sometimes even if I wasn't getting a massage or getting any treatment, you just want to like be around it. So we moved on to the main course. It will hurt, Chris. This is this is just a start. Basically, yeah. Under the shoulder blades is where you can find all the all the treasures. It's all that muscle. <laughs> that Peloton's been building up inside. <laughs> it's quite crunchy in here, but... Um, Thank you. Yeah, we'll that's, not, that's not a good thing, is oh. it? <laughs> Chris, you're looking a bit tense. What have you been doing oh. this week on Peloton? I've actually been doing all right. I did the um, full body strength class, and that was with an instructor called JJ. <laughs> <laughs> so let me explain how it works, Statman. Mm. Um... <laughs> You, uh, what you do is, um, the bike, oh, you, uh, you pick the thing you want to do. So you, you cry the class. Oh, it's just a lot more, f- yeah. Has he, he, he ramped it up now? So here's the thing, the bike they've sent, Bike Plus, is, it has a screen on it and you can swivel that round and then you can do the classes that are there, so... Like, my legs were feeling a bit knackered, so I thought I'd do something a little bit different. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, so yeah, you just flip the screen around, and then then it was kind of weird, because actually the bike was facing out of the garden, right? So I thought, because it was quite a nice day, I flipped the screen around, and then I was stood in the garden, but then I clocked the neighbour looking out the window. So I'm there doing the class um, just outside... I'd be keen to get his thoughts. He was doing a proper curtain twitcher sort of thing, you know? He was, he was peeping. He was peeping on me, I think. Oh. Don't know if he listens to this. Interesting. Chris, Peloton are putting you through your paces at the moment. Is it easy to fit into your life? I can do a, like a 10-minute one day. I can do a 20-minute another day. Um, you, you know what I mean? You can sort of just make it work. Tony yeah. Bellew, um, should he be worried? Well, 
I, I don't know. I'm treating this. I know you're very keen to make this competitive. I'm treating it more as a personal battle for myself. I say that, mate. It's all. It, it's like I'm still figuring it all out. Mm. Um, likewise, I don't know if he'll be doing this on his end. You know, I don't know if he's got a team of people that you're getting around me like this. You know, well, yeah, that's the thing. I'm, we're trying to give you the best possible chance to. Um... Yeah. To, to, to hold yeah. your own, you know? I'm yeah. not even asking you to beat him. I just want you to hold your own. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should consider this at Crouch Fest. It's just me getting a massage. Mm. Maybe this is the show. I'll be honest, Chris, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. I am having a massage <laughs> it, it, on a podcast. It's really Alan Partridge. Um, but it feels quite good. Right, Crouch, it's getting a bit weird. Should we leave Chris and, and Tyrell to finish this off? We'll leave you to it. That's, um... Where are you going to go? Because we do the podcast <laughs> on the other end of this room. Is, but, this, uh, is this not a spectator sport now? Just go get yourself a pint and just watch it. Yeah. Bit weird, isn't it? But Tyrell, if you could uh, make his back stronger, that'd be... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great episode, boys. Uh, I, f- I feel like we're kind of rattling through this series now. You know, like, you start every series and you don't really know what's going to be happening. It feels like we're really already kind of getting into the... Oh, you get into the swing of it, don't you? It, I never know what's going to come on a podcast. But, but yeah, number nine is something that's close to my heart and, like, something that has evolved over time and it feels like it's coming back a little bit, which is nice. But, you know, if it doesn't, that's fine. Football evolves all the time, like, like life in general. So Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba, everyone. Chumbawamba. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., This episode is brought to you by a load of pricks.net. We are the experts in selling houses. Chris couldn't sell his house. What did you do, Chris? I couldn't sell my house for love nor money, Crouchy. Three different offers I had, all at the last minute, fell through. I turned around to my wife and said, what can we do to sell this house? Every estate agent is failing us. Then I told her, let's go to a load of pricks.net. But Chris, what did a load of pricks do for you? They were brilliant, Crouchy. They sold my house right away. The sign had barely gone up when a well-dressed gentleman came along and offered me twice the asking price. Chris, would you use a load of pricks again? I'd use them every time, Crouchy. Go to loadofpricks.net. They will sell your house like no other. Loadofpricks, loadofpricks.net.